This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bad Moms in Business, the podcast. And today, for some reason, they decided to let me introduce this episode. <laughs> it seems a little suspicious because today we're talking about gentle parenting. Mm-hmm. And if you guys know me, I rule with an iron fist. Not really. No. <laughs> You're but- beating your kids, Bridget. <laughs> no. But Danielle, yes. because she has the smallest of the bunch, mm-hmm. is um, probably the one that's most ingrained in this community. Yeah. Um, and so, Danielle, what is gentle parenting? So I have a couple of things wrote down. So if you guys see me like looking over here, that's what it is. I think there's a lot of misconception about one gentle parenting is and people think that it's like lack of discipline or lack of rules or anything it's basically teaching your child to grow up without like a sense of fear-mongering basically so like instead of it being like giving them demands or threatening them (laughs) or something you're kind of offering options and you're teaching them to kind of create that independence and to make good choices on their own Hmm. is basically it kind of goes along with like the whole Montessori thing we all know that I'm probably like the crunchiest out of the bunch of us right so like I, I tried... went to Montessori yeah for, see exactly and that's that's they kind of goes along with that is like teaching them to be independent and make their own choices and stuff like that it also is a um you know how people say that like oh the world is so harsh like I have to raise my kids to be tough because the world is so harsh. It's doing that in a way where you are still comfort. You are still home to your child. So they have somewhere that they feel comfortable going to when the world is harsh. Like Mm -hmm. just because the world is harsh doesn't mean your home has to be that kind of thing. Um, It also talks about feelings quite a bit and that no feelings are bad feelings, We all have the same feelings, whether you're mad or angry or sad or whatever. And it's just teaching them how to cope with those feelings. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. So let's do some examples. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm angry because I don't want to eat what you made me, Danielle. Oh, you are talking to my (laughs) soul right now. This child of mine does not eat. I can't figure it out. It's so instead of being the me who will mm-hmm. offer a thousand different choices because mm-hmm. I just won't debate and I, I spoil my child, but mm-hmm. you know, just by going, Oh, you can have whatever you want. I'm sorry, friends. Like, it's just what I do. Mm-hmm. What would gentle parenting's approach to be to get, doesn't mean it's working for Watson right now. I totally for understand sure. that. Um, because every approach doesn't always work hundred percent of the time. So what would be the approach if I'm like, I don't want to eat these nuggets. They're gross. And I throw them on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dogs would eat them very, very fast. 
Um, so <laughs> I think it kind of depends on the the parent and the parenting style within gentle parenting of how you how many times styles you within parent that. in that. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> but so I think it I think it just depends on each person on how they would answer that. For us, what we do is for every meal, because we know that it's going to be a struggle, nine chances out of 10 mm-hmm. for every meal, we don't cook multiple things. We're cooking one thing. This is what we're eating. The end. But we always make sure that there is something on his plate that we know that he enjoys. And then we try to encourage him to continue to try new foods. And then we explain to him why these foods are good for him. You know, green foods, they're really good for your brain. Or like when you eat, like when I try to explain it to him, like right now he's two and a half and he's really interested in learning about like the human body. And he's been asking a lot of questions and stuff. So we talk about like, eating the food and how the spit helps to try to break it down. And then we swallow it. And then it like, like we're, we're getting, we're getting so detailed. It's crazy. And it's like, I'm having to pull back like a lot of my memory and stuff from different things that I've learned throughout my life, but like teaching him that like, now this will help us grow muscles and this will help our brain, you know, you know, develop or whatever. This kind of food will help our eyesight. Like we're really trying to kind of break things down. It does not work every time. Mm -hmm. It does not. If he's throwing food, we remove him from the situation. Let him calm down. We usually try to, this sounds so ridiculous, me even saying this, but we try to do like deep breathing just to try to get him to calm down. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, it's been working out really well for us because we're not perfect. My patience has been basically non-existent. Like the longer I get into this pregnancy, it's been super hard And so I'm trying to model the behavior that I want to see in him. So instead of me blowing up, I'm trying to sit down. I'll remove myself from the situation and go take some deep breaths. He sees that. And so now he's starting to do that too. Not all the time, but sometimes. Um, So yeah, just stuff like that. I mean, it doesn't work every time. If he throws food on the ground, we have to remove him from the situation, explain to him why that's no longer an option, you know. Does gentle parenting support like timeouts? Yes. Well, I guess it depends on the person that you ask, but the people that I have sort of mimicked their gentle parenting style. Yes. Um, and what we do is a minute for however old he is. Super nanny does that. So I wasn't sure if gentle parents also (laughs) did. Super nanny is where I get all my information from. She is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And so we, we do do timeout. Um, when we feel like it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in a hitting phase lately. So that's oh, no. pretty much been, been when we do it. Um, but we usually just try to use that time as communicating to him why this is not appropriate, how it hurts people. And then doing like the deep breathing. And isn't it interesting that he's in a hitting phase where like, where did he even learn that? Like some things are just instinctively in, especially boys, like their frustration. And then there's, there's an action because they don't mm-hmm. know what else to do. Because I know you and Brandon are like knocking each other around the kitchen. Right. Yeah. No kidding. And that's, and you know, I'm not going to sit assume, here. But- <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and knock on anybody's parenting style because parenting is hands down the hardest thing of course. in the world. But for us, that's part of our, our argument towards him is we don't hit you. You don't hit us. Mm -hmm. Like 
we don't hit each other. You don't, you know, we don't hit in this house. Like we use our words, we try to talk it out. And I know that he's still learning all of these emotions and mm-hmm. he has like this search. I just call them big feelings. You know, he just has like these, this surge of big feelings and he doesn't understand what to do with it. So we're just trying to give him the tools of like, oh, are you angry? Well, here, you want to punch something? Punch a pillow. I'm fine with that. That doesn't hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. You want to punch a pillow? That's fine. You want to scream into the pillow? Like, I'm okay with that. But we don't yell in people's faces. We do not hit. We do not kick. We do not spit, you know. And I've always thought, like, I wish schools had a spot that a kid could have that moment, that break, instead of telling a kid to just sit down and deal with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Of course, I, of, I'm sure some schools do, like the Montessori mm. schools. I'm sure there's different approaches and stuff like that. But For sure. Because kids do, I like that you said big feelings, because they really do have these huge feelings that just come out of nowhere and they maybe have never experienced them before. Yeah. Don't right? to do with them because their minds I mean, and bodies are just growing and developing. It's so fun to see, but it, as an adult, to- I don't know how to regulate my feelings Absolutely. sometimes. Like my thing is an inanimate objects. Mm. When something doesn't work the way that it's supposed to work. She's getting, she's getting upset over here. It stresses me <laughs> out y'all. Look and like, her. I can remember literally like picking up a straightener that was supposed to be working and it had died on me just randomly. And I was busy. We all know I have terrible hair. So like I needed it to work in that moment and it didn't. And I threw it. (laughs) Was that going to help anything? All I can see is like half your hair done, half and not done. None of it was done. It was terrible. It was bad. And I was, I needed to leave for work at a certain, it was just anyways. So like, it's hard as an adult to regulate those feelings. I can't even imagine like what a small child is going through. Who's like, what is this? I feel so many things. Right. I, I guess, I don't know if Owen was young again, I don't know what approach I would do. I didn't really spank him. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the occasional swat on the hand, like, no, don't touch that. Like for like sure. That type thing. And that's almost instinctive. Sometimes like you don't even realize that you're swatting the hand. You mm-hmm. just do it like out of like a quick thing to stop danger or something. For sure. Um, so I don't know if I would have went on the full like gentle parenting bandwagon, but I feel like there probably was a lot of approaches that I took that were very probably ingrained in gentle parenting. Yeah. Um, what I can say is I was extremely active in removing Owen from situations that wouldn't spark big emotions. You've talked about that before of saying like you were able to pick up, like if Owen was having a bad day or something, you mm-hmm. knew not to take him out to a restaurant yes. or something because you so, knew it was just going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Right? So I don't know what kind of parenting style that is. <laughs> I, mean, it, it, I don't know if it is one, but I really worked actively hard. So that way he didn't have his moment, whether mm-hmm. that was good or bad. I don't know. I just wasn't going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, what joy would I have had at a restaurant knowing that he was going to have a meltdown in three, two, one. There it is. Right. <laughs> exactly. So Bridget, yeah. what, you've been so quiet. What you got to say? You introduced us and you're like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, both of my kids went to Montessori from preschool through kindergarten. Um, and so I definitely am on the same page as far as, um, having them be independent mm-hmm. and be able mm-hmm. to do things on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, in, mon- in, in our particular school, 
they were responsible for cleaning up after themselves. They were responsible for getting their own lunches out, Mm -hmm. opening their lunches. I mean, of course someone was there if they needed help, but, Oh yeah. But things were not done for them. See, that's Um, why I think that you don't really realize, I guarantee you have a lot of the same qualities of gentle parenting. Yeah. I'm sure that I do. Um, because I do want to raise kids who are independent, Mm -hmm. who can, when they're out of my house, they're, they know how to put gas in a car or Mm. load a dishwasher or, you know, whatever. Um, the goal is not to have them in my house for the rest of their lives. They need to leave at one point. (laughs) I'm going to struggle with that part a little bit. I mean, I'm not like counting down the days or anything. No, I know. That's the sign of a successful job well done if you're a parent that you've raised kids Mm -hmm. who are able to be fully functioning on their own yep um so yeah i i do love the montessori approach for Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. um and i do think that a lot of the habits that my kids have now came from that style of parenting slash yeah i would say of the three of us and of course, Watson's still very, very little, um, but you have the most independent kids of our Absolutely. <laughs> I know of Owen. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I'm just that type of person though, whether you're my kid, you're my husband, I'm just a doer for people. So for me, like I couldn't just turn that off with Owen. That would have been mm-hmm. almost cruel. Like, oh, I'm going to do this for your father, but... I'm going to teach you differently. Mm. Also, by the way, I would also do this person's laundry, this person's laundry, this person's laundry, this person's laundry, but not yours, mm-hmm. Owen. You know, no, so it's, it's a struggle. I think that there's a way to do, to say, okay, I'm doing the laundry. Laundry's done. Laundry's mm-hmm. folded. Laundry's on hangers, whatever. Yep. Now come and get your crap and hang it up. Oh, I, I love would, it. I would never. I, I love that so much. Take it up to Owen's room. I put it on the hangers for him and put it away in an organized manner. Uh-uh. Nope. Short sleeve shirts, long sleeve shirts, comfy shirts, sweatshirts. <laughs> no. We're going to, we're going to link to a couple of these, um, these moms that I follow on TikTok who do gentle parenting. And one of them is Bridget through and through. Like <laughs> just the way that you said that I literally, oh my gosh, I wish you would watch her videos because she's, she's hilarious. And she, she, half the time she calls her kids womb fruit, which I think is oh, just the so funniest. <laughs> that is really cute. But with that being said about the laundry and stuff, like I always do make sure he understands how to do it. Yeah. Like I've taken him down here and I go, this is how you do it. Like yep. it's, it's not rocket science. Owen. you like, you turn it to wash, you pull it out. Every washer is the same. Every dryer is the same, just mm-hmm. different models, right? Different yep. bells and whistles. This is how much detergent you put in. So he will know how to do laundry mm-hmm. when he moves out. He'll know how to go. Gro- He's a better grocery shopper than me these days. He can withstand the grocery store so much better than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. No one's perfect. I think, I think that's why I wanted to have this conversation because it's become such a popular topic lately that mm-hmm. more and more people are talking about gentle parenting. And so many people don't realize that they probably have a lot of aspects of it without even realizing. I wish well, and I can remember it being, Yeah, I can remember it being kind of like uh, a joke. I remember on yeah. the show Modern Family, 
I haven't watched that show in years and years. That's a good show. Mm. Yes, it, it was. I should probably like pick it back up and finish it now that Definitely. it's over. But I, I never finished it. Um, but in one of the seasons, um, Lily was like little. She was like two or three. And they were doing gentle parenting. And she was over at, Lily was over at her aunt's house. And her aunt, not a gentle parent, was like telling her, no, you can't put your hand down the garbage disposal oh or my whatever gosh. it was. And they were like, no, we don't tell her no. We oh, no, that's no. like making fun of the whole thing. It is definitely not boundary free. Definitely not. And I think that's where if they could just relaunch the initiative with a new name yes. that doesn't seem so. Well, there's a is, isn't it the same as attachment parenting or are those two different things? And I hate I the name that of answer. that too. I don't know that answer. I think attachment might be more so in like the baby stage versus mm. the toddler stage. I would She's rather like, they call it like Montessori parenting, something mm. like edu- with an educational approach to it that I yeah. think people could digest it a little bit because the minute you say it, it has a negative tone to it and nobody yeah, will I agree. Nobody will like hear you out. Like this conversation, we were able to hear you out and go, oh, yes. we we had some gentle parenting approaches. <laughs> another thing that I want to mention really quick before we leave is um, another way that we've been cutting down on like the temper tantrums and stuff mm-hmm. is giving him options. Okay. It's mm-hmm. time for a bath. Do you want to play for five more minutes and then take a bath? Or do you want to take a bath right now? Like, and kind of giving him that mm-hmm. option to create his own destiny. Cause he's so trying to create some sort of control. It's just like a constant balance of like, he needs to feel in control a little bit. So I'm doing that by allowing options that get get both options done anyways. And that period, that age was so exciting for me. I loved seeing them become little independent, like thinkers. It's so cute. It is so cute. And I know some parents are like, yes, but you get so infuriated. Like some people really can't stand like hit back, like it's and hard resistance of a little one. It drives them crazy. Um, but for me, when I see it, I'm like, oh, they're beca- their body's doing what their body needs to be doing to mm. get to that next season. It's just doesn't mean it's not trying, but I go, oh, this is normal. This is good. Mm. And they're, it's, it's almost, I can almost see his little wheels spinning. If you were to ask that question in front of us, like I could probably like see him debating in his own head, like what, what, he, what do I want to do? He's so like analytical about stuff. He literally like weighs out his options. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, should I take a bath in five minutes or do I just want to get it done? And like, he's just done and over with. Yeah. Ridiculous. I love that. I love that. <sighs> he's so perfect. I really hope that you decide to put him in a Montessori. And I really hope that you'll text me or call me and talk to me all about it. Cause I have so many opinions on it. Um, <laughs> like if you're listening and you're considering a Montessori, please do your research because oh, yes. Maria Montessori did not trademark her name. And so I can open a school downstairs and call it Bridget's Montessori oh. and not have to follow any sort of like Montessori fundamentals, but I can charge you a lot of money. Because and so Montessori. brought this up. 
I can't remember how old this technique is. I mean, this technique, she's, this is not a new concept. I know it's becoming a bit more, at least as far as I'm aware, like a little, you know, this wasn't a thing when I was a kid, right now, like Montessori parenting, like Montessori (laughs) schools, that wasn't a thing, but like, it's becoming a little bit more mainstream and people are kind of opening up to it as far as like toys and stuff like that. But like, if you really research where this comes from, this is, I can't even remember the years, but it was like early 1900s, like early yeah so one of the like trade like hallmarks of Montessori sorry now now you've got me (laughs) Um, excited (laughs) is if you're going to tour Montessori schools um their bathrooms like inside of their class classrooms Mm -hmm. should be kid height and their Mm -hmm. kitchen should be kid height because these children are responsible for washing their hands washing the Mm -hmm. utensils going to the bathroom on their own so, so if, you're walking, if you're walking into a Montessori and I put that in air quotes for those of you that are not watching and it looks like every other preschool you've ever walked into that is not a Montessori and you need to turn it on and run if, if you're looking for Montessori right? Montessori, sure sure but and even sure. if even if you're not if you're just like oh I could take it or leave it don't pay the Montessori prices <laughs> For something that's not Montessori. Right. So still, either right. way, turn around, run out, and go yeah, to the nearest. If, if your Montessori school isn't the amount of your mortgage, then you need to turn around and run. It's disgusting. It's but, so yeah. expensive. It is. It is so expensive. Um, but I've never heard, I've never met one person who's dissatisfied with their experience. So Same. I think that says a lot right there. Yeah. Well, let's gently end this one, ladies. So Danielle, why don't you gently... Well, Danielle, do you want to end it or do you want um, myself or Amanda to end it? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just said, Danielle, why don't you end this? And then I was like, I was like, Bridget, that's what I just said. <laughs> Took me a second. COVID brain. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, gosh. On that note, <laughs> we will leave you guys and we will see you next week with a new topic. Bye, guys. <laughs>